Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome to The Wave, the weekly news and chat show from the world-famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. It is indeed. That was a long one this week. Thank you. That's all right. I'm very lucky. <laughs> and we are here. To, it's not also not true. We are here to get you on today. We are. On all the news of the week. Um, yeah. In just the world of streaming, movies general chit chat about streaming and movies and <laughs> Netflix and things. Also, catch up with each other. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime we see each other now. <laughs> How are you? I'm really good. How are you? I'm excellent. Yeah. My legs feeling a bit better. Good. So glad it doesn't look as swollen this week. No, it's a bit. It's changed colour a bit. No. Oh. Uh, but not too much. So. Um, yeah. That's good. I think, I think it's on the mend. Which is positive. Good news. I'm glad. No more doing silly exercise things. No, probably not. No, That's that part of your life is over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need a new hobby. Yeah. I've got a new hobby. Yeah. I made some sausages. Oh, lovely. <laughs> what sort? Tell, tell us. I brought, um, I brought a meat grinder. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> and I made some sausages with it and they were great. And they went down a storm with the fam. What was in the sausages? Pork. Yeah. Um, and some spices. Okay. And some water and some breadcrumbs. Nice. And was, it, was it? Did you find them easy to make? Yeah, it was fun. It was. It was a bit intimidating putting them in the casings. But but right. <laughs> it was good. I enjoyed it. I'm going to do it a lot more often. Did you have any bursting? No. Or did you manage to? No, I managed to uh, them. sheaf them all perfectly. Good. They're all a uniform shape and size. Oh, lovely. So yeah, hopefully. What, what did you have them hobby. with? Uh, I had uh, some with my dinner last Friday night with like a bit of like a fry up kind of yeah. deal going on. Um, I had some on a sandwich. Lovely. Uh, I gave some away. Good. So my brother had some. Friend of the show, Alex, had some because he just happened to be here when I'd done him. Okay. He got lucky. <laughs> and my mum and dad had some. Brilliant. I think I got like 20. Oh, that's good coming. Yeah. So I'm going to do some more at the weekend. So I might keep you up to date on my new sausage journey. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I'm here for your sausage. Uh... I've got a different recipe to try at the weekend. So we'll, uh, we'll see how they go. Nice. They had a bit of an overpowering smell, and I don't know. It might have been the white pepper. Yeah. Because that's quite pungent, isn't it? True. But they also had ginger in. Oh, yes. That, so it I think the mix a, of the two. That combination. But they tasted really nice, but the smell was quite off putting, <laughs> in my opinion. But nobody else seemed to notice. So, yeah, that was my, uh, that was my weekend last weekend. Wicked. Yeah, why not? It's too cold to make pizzas. Yeah. That's so, true. Uh, make sausages instead. God, imagine in the summer when you can combine the two. And sausage, make pizza. sausage pizza. That's my plan. I'm going to make one great big long sausage yeah. and then wrap it like a stuffed crust sausage nice. pizza dough. Nice. Yeah. That's the plan. I've had my dinner, but I'm, you're making me... Oh, I haven't yet, so we need to speed through this because I'm starving. <laughs> That's a joke. Uh, I've got a question for you, Nick. It's question of the week time. Brilliant. You ready? Yeah. It's a would you rather. Oh, lovely. <laughs> would you rather fight a chimpanzee once a year, okay. but you have a sword, Yeah. or... Fight a chicken every time you get in your car, but you are unarmed. I do. All right, okay. <laughs> I've got some questions. Uh, do Go I on. have to fight this chim- chimpanzee to the death? Uh, till one of you gives up or dies, yes. I don't think a chimpanzee is ever going to give up on a fight. So, yes. Um, I don't know if I could do that to a chimpanzee. <laughs> but... Are you gut- confident you'd beat him then? <laughs> I've got a sword. They're strong animals. Yeah, true. I don't know if he's got a sword. Shall we? Shall we give him a sword as well? Yeah, no, can they're, do. they're quite powerful anyway. Aren't they? Oh, it only seems fair. <laughs> Either both or no one, none should have a sword. I mean, my gut reaction says chicken, but 
yesterday, for example, I had to get in my car like six times. That's six chickens you got to fight. <laughs> exactly. <on that> day. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's a really tough one. And it's in the it's in the car, so that's a confined space yeah. with a chicken just going berserk. Yeah. At you. It's my worst nightmare. <laughs> Winged things are my Imagine worst how many fear. Feathers. Yeah. I mean, like yesterday. You could, so, just, you could just chuck it out of your car as soon as you Well, I suppose so, if you could grab hold it of it. in the street, yeah. But I... And then there'd just be, like, a load of chickens <laughs> walking around the end of the road. Like, yesterday, I had to... So, I went to work. I had to take my kids to martial arts. Yeah. Pick them up from martial arts an hour later. So, you've got your kids there watching that fight. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I can't... We can't even leave till I've took care of the chicken. <laughs> no. Uh, then I had to take the little one to brownies. And then I have to take the big one to guys. Oh, wow. And then pick the little one up. I didn't have to take the big one. So that's like... That's you do, like your kids trip. need to learn to drive. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. About it. So uh, that's a lot of chicken admin I've got to get through. There's a lot of chicken fighting going on in one day there. Well, at least I don't have to think about the chimpanzee until once a Yeah, you say that, but the build up to it. Yeah, I know. It's like, you know, this chimpanzee fight's coming. And you could see its eye. You could, you'd like, meet its eye. I assume you're going in some to... sort of ring or octagon or something once a year. People who pack buy tickets for it. Maybe I'll drive less. Yeah, just sell your car. <laughs> Let your wife drive everywhere. I would drive less. Uh, Maybe it should be every time you get of the in chickens. a car. I still think I'm tempted to take the chicken option because I just don't think I could do it to a chimpanzee. It'd be difficult. It's a tough fight as well. Yeah, a chimpanzee's not an easy fight. No, you, no, there's no, no guarantee you're going to win it, no. even with the sword. No, you don't know. You're, Either way, you're, you're not trained out, swordsman. You're aren't coming you? out. You could get disarmed quite easily, I think. Yeah. You're coming out hurt, I think, from either. Yeah. But definitely. occasionally you might just have a quite a uh, benign chicken <laughs> that is just Passive like. Passive chicken. Yeah. It might just be sitting on the seat. Yeah, yeah true. Also, imagine the state your car's going to be in. Yeah. You'd have to clean it more often, for definitely. It's so like just full of feathers and chicken shit. Yeah. It's a tough one. I I really don't like birds in confined spaces. It's one of my biggest fears. Yeah. So I think I'd have to go chimpanzee just on that. Okay. I'll, t- I'll take the chickens. <laughs> but I, don't, I also don't think I could beat a chimpanzee with, even with a sword. I think I'd struggle. <laughs> Plus, like you say, I don't know if I could run through a chimpanzee with a sabre. And, I mean, they're very limber. They so, are. You know. There's a ton of power behind them as well. Trying to catch it. The, the chicken's definitely the easier fight. But every time every time you get in your car. That's twi- I'd have to do it twice twice a day, at least every day. I'd have to do it as soon as I finish work as well, and that'd be well annoying. Yeah. And first thing in the morning before I'd gone to work. Yeah. Get to work every day all ruffled because you'd have a chicken Brush fight. Brush your teeth and go and fight the chicken. Yeah. That's a tough one, that. It's a really tough one when you think about it. I'll take the chicken. Okay, I'm going chimpanzee just for the shits and giggles. Okay, let me know how you get on. When would you do it in the year? I don't know if I get to choose or if it's just like like WrestleMania is like prearranged roughly around the beginning of April. It's just like on your birthday. Let's say on your birthday. On your birthday, you have to do it every year. Okay. (laughs) I'm taking the chicken. It's not my concern. Deal. Right, shall we do some Netflix news? Yeah, I suppose we news. Big news story this week. The biggest story of the week is that a an agreement in principle has been reached between uh, SAG-AFTRA, the Actors Union, and Hollywood. I Hollywood, guess. yeah. 
uh, a tentative agreement to end the ongoing actors strike. It's good news this. It's really good news. Yeah. Come a lot sooner than a lot of people was predicting, I think. As I, well. It's well, yes, but it's still been four months. Yes. The longest ever strike for film and television actors this has ended up being. Wow. Uh, yeah. Fran Drescher, who was, do you remember the nanny? The, yeah. the US sitcom. Yeah. She is the SAG AFTRA president. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, as she announced, we did it and thanked the fellow union members for hanging in and holding out for this historic deal. Uh, Zach Efron was at the premiere of The Iron Claw, his new wrestling movie. Described it as an incredible deal. Excellent. Uh, yeah, loads of posts from all and sundry. Octavia, uh, Octavia Spencer posted, who else is dancing right now? <laughs> uh, and Alec Baldwin offered his congratulations to everyone who did this great work on behalf of the members. I'm not sure I'd Alec Baldwin is someone I'd be pursuing yeah, straight so, away, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but, Maybe give that a couple a bit more time. Uh, <laughs> the public statement from the union said, in a contract which is valued at over $1 billion, we have achieved a deal of extraordinary scope. Among the wins are larger than expected increases in minimum compensation a first-time streaming participation bonus and unprecedented provisions for consent and compensation that will protect our members from the threat of AI. That's everything they wanted, isn't it? Right there. And more, by the sounds of it. Yeah. It's great news. Uh, a statement from Hollywood producer says, the contract gives sag after the biggest contract on contract gains in the history of the union, including the largest increase in minimum wages in the last 40 years, a brand new residual for streaming programs, extensive consent and compensation protections in the use of artificial intelligence, and sizable contract increases on items across the board. The 118-day strike was officially suspended at midnight on Thursday, the 9th of November, which is today, which is about 17 yeah. hours ago. It is. Get back to work then, people. Come on, let's stop pissing about now. Uh, yeah, so the first time since May, given the writer's strike, Hollywood can ramp up to full production. Excellent. Good news. Really good news, actually. I'm, gl- I'm really glad they got what they wanted out of that. So let's... Maybe the... You know, we've already started talking about the gaps in the schedule for 2024, so maybe they will be reasonably manageable. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, I think it'll still be a quieter year. Potentially. But uh, hopefully it won't stretch on for much longer. News this week, which will definitely excite millions of people, I would have thought. It will. And I guess something that has been rumoured for years and years and years and maybe has gathered pace because of the success of the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, 100%. <laughs> is news that officially in development is a Legend of Zelda live action movie. Awesome. Uh, it's being developed jointly by Nintendo and uh, signed up to direct uh, is Wes Ball who I'm not familiar with, really. Uh, but uh, he was the director of The Maze Runner. Okay. Have you seen The Maze Runner? Uh, I think movies? I've seen the first one. 
I don't think I've seen any more after that. Uh, on board to produce is uh, Avi Arad. Uh, he was a pretty big time producer. He was behind the all the Tobey Maguire Spider Man okay. films. Yeah. Um, and he, I think he's involved in the Spider the animated one. Oh, the Spider Verse, well, I believe. Uh, yeah, uh, co-produced by Nintendo and Sony Pictures Entertainment. Uh, 50, uh, more than fifty percent financed by Nintendo, uh, which is interesting. So they're 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 really uh, trying to get in the movie game. Mm. Yeah, cool. Wonder. Uh, have you ever played any Zelda games? Not partic- Not really. I probably have when I was a lot younger. Yeah, uh, but definitely not recently. Um. I know a, a guy who's a really big Nintendo fan and I always have the joke with him that they have no original properties, only Mario and Zelda, and they just keep releasing the same game over <laughs> and over again. I remember when this news came out, I was like, yeah, it'd be just the same as the Super Mario movie, but with a different face on it. Is it a big universe? I know there's yeah. loads of games, yeah, but is it is it like... Because like, my, my perception is that, joking aside, that it is pretty much just the same game every time. It is pretty much the same game over and over again, and Nintendo fans will come at me right. for that. But yeah, there's, there's a big... There's you a have lot to of go and rescue there. a princess. Yeah. Zelda is the princess? Oh, is she? Yes. And Link's Link is the, the guy hero. that you control. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I've never been a big Nintendo guy, but that's, that's big news for the people that are. Next. Uh, next is uh, someone we've not mentioned for a few weeks, I don't think. Uh, our old friend, Scott Stuber. Oh, Stuber's back. What's Stuber been up to? Uh, the head of Netflix's film di- division. Uh, he has been. That's quite a big division. Yes, it is. But he's not even a vice president, he's just but, head of it. But uh, some may say not uh, uh, is about to not quite be as big as previously. Okay. Because Stuber's been talking to Variety and said that Netflix is changing its strategy regarding its approach to movies, saying that they are pivoting to quality over quantity. Ooh. Uh, I'm sure (laughs) at least four years ago on this podcast, we were talking about them pivoting the other way. But there we go. Uh, Stuber said, right now, we are not trying to hit a set number of film releases. It's about let's make what we actually believe in and let's actually put forward a slate that we can stand behind and say, this is the best version of a romantic comedy. This is the best version of a thriller. This is the best version of a drama. Wow. So. I mean, you can tell that they've slowed down recently. Yeah. With new release, yeah. with new with actual films, because was it 2020 where they had one a week? So Netflix is still claiming that, uh, yeah, yeah. So in 2020, that they dropped a new movie every single week. Yeah, I remember that. But their new strategy is that instead of producing around 50 movies yep. a year, they're aiming for around 25. Okay, so of a distinctly once a fortnight. better better <laughs> quality. Okay. Um, but yes, you're right. There are fewer releases this calendar year so far. Yeah, you can tell. You can definitely tell that. At, at one point, it was impossible to keep up with what they were coming out with. It was like every week a new film was turning yeah. out. Uh, Stuber sort of also said, look, we're, our past decision was, was 
chiefly driven by the fact we're growing a new studio. We'd only been doing it for a few years and we were up against 100-year-old companies. We had to ask ourselves, what's the best way to build our business model? And for a while, it was just making sure that we had content. We needed the volume. I think that's fair. They were, they were new to the game, weren't they? And they yeah. just throw as much shit out there and see what sticks. And then whatever stuck, just make more of that. <laughs> Basically what they're doing, isn't it? Yeah. Cool. Maybe we'll get some more good Netflix originals. It's not good news for this show. <laughs> <laughs> we like the bad Netflix originals. <laughs> Uh, news this week. I don't think we can get into this article, but that's fine. That we definitely can't. The um, the famous Egyptian theatre in Hollywood. Oh yeah, uh, is reopening, and following an extensive refurb, right, which has cost seventy million dollars. Wow, that is extensive for one building. <laughs> and even more surprisingly. Guess who's footed the bill for it? Well, we're talking about it on this show, so <laughs> I'm going to guess Netflix. It is Netflix. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, and chiefly because they are going to use uh, Grauman's Egyptian Theatre as their base to... Premiere things. Use, pre- use okay. for movie premieres. Um, yeah. Uh, and other events. $70 million they've, they've put into wow. this. The Egyptian Theatre hosted Hollywood's first ever movie premiere in 1922. Really? Yeah. What was it? Uh, I don't have that. <laughs> Sorry, uh, shouldn't have asked. <laughs> but yeah, the, um, Netflix purchased the building in 2020 and uh, it reopens soon. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was Robin Hood, I believe. Oh, right. A silent okay. film in 1922. So I guess it makes sense for them to, to own a theatre. Why would they not? Uh, Netflix CEO Ted Sarandos yep. released a statement saying, although we, Netflix, are relatively newcomers to Hollywood history, we wanted to show that we do love its history. It's important for us to give back to the industry that has given so much to us. He called the Egyptian theatre one of America's temples of storytelling. Oh, nice term. Yeah. That's the second Netflix executive in two stories that have said Netflix are a new studio. Yeah. That's it's all that's, relative, isn't it? Yeah, that's been released in a memo, isn't it? Say we're a new studio more often. <laughs> uh, Sarandos said that uh, this was like restoring a house. It took twice as long and cost twice as much as you'd <laughs> expect. Yeah, fair. That's uh, 101 years old. $70 million dollars on one building is impressive. I'm intrigued to see what it looks like inside now. Well, I can give you a uh, a little synopsis okay. of what they've done. Uh, they have restored certain historic aspects of the theatre, a retro neon sign outside, a jeweled auditorium ceiling adorned with lotus flowers, ibis and an Egyptian scarab, wow. murals and an elaborate fountain in the front courtyard, and they have reduced the number of seats inside the theatre to a capacity of 516. Wow. So there's only one... This is like a theatre rather than a yeah. multi-screen cinema. It is now one of five theatres in the United States capable of screening historic movies shot on extremely delicate and flammable nitrate film. Oh, wow. Okay, that's interesting. So, yeah. Mm. I'd love to see some pictures. We'll definitely get some pictures of that at some point. That'd be amazing. Mm. Sounds beautiful. 
Uh, yep, Netflix's first film, uh, which they are showing today. Okay. Uh, is David Fincher's new film uh, with Fassbender in. The, the killer, killer? killer? Is that what yeah, it's called? the killer. That is uh, premiering tonight. So Nice. Hot ticket, I'm sure. I'm sure it will be. I bet all the vice presidents are there. Yeah, all of them. None of the presidents, but all of the vice presidents will be there. They can't be. There's only 500 seats. Oh, yeah, true. There's many more vice true. presidents than that. Very true. Um, Fassbender will have to sit outside. <laughs> good. Cool, uh, good ne- news. Next piece of news is that Netflix have purchased Richard Linklater's uh, next movie. Okay. Hitman. Hitman. Uh, which was critically acclaimed at Toronto Film Festival and also the Venice Film Festival. But Netflix have decided this will not be... They won't be releasing it this year. It will be sometime in 2024. Wow. They have paid $20 million for the movie. Uh, Hitman stars Glenn Powell as Gary Johnson, a police chief staff investigator who plays the role of a hitman to catch individuals ordering a hit. So he's Sounds going undercover. Fun. He ends up falling hard for a woman who he talks out of a hit on her abusive husband. A sexy noir thriller, oh, this is described as. love a sexy noir thriller. Yeah. Cool. I suppose when you think about it, $20 million for one film, that puts into perspective $73 million for one big theatre. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't it? It's it's, like, maybe it isn't it does, as much it? as I thought it was. <laughs> I suppose it does. Yeah, you could get three and a half hitmen for... for the price of one... Price of one... Ancient theatre. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Money just doesn't mean anything to it anymore. Uh, just numbers. Oh, this page doesn't work at all. That's fine. This is this is. I nearly made this our and finally piece of news. Okay, but I haven't because I don't think we've ever done Lego news. I don't think we have. But we're going to do it now uh, because Lego have announced uh, the release of one of their biggest ever sets. Nice. And that is the Avengers Tower. Oh wow! I bet that looks amazing. Uh, which will stand nearly a metre tall. Jeez. And... That's a lot of bricks. Is a, do you want to know how many bricks? Yes. Uh, 5,201 pieces. That is a lot of bricks. <laughs> uh, 31 minifigures. Okay. Including the first ever Lego figure of Kevin Feige. <laughs> okay. Famously not an Avenger, but also <laughs> responsible for them. Yeah, you you get a Kevin Feige minifigure with it. Uh, he, he holds a clipboard and everything. That's uh, cool. Like it that. will cost you... A lot of money. Oh, do you want to have a guess? In English pounds? In English pounds, yeah. 561. Cheaper. Really? Yeah. 429.99. Wow, still stupid amount of money for some plastic bricks. <laughs> it is really. I mean, it's big. Um, it is big. Here's a man with it. Oh, it is big. Oh, wow. It's actually really cool. <laughs> we'll post some pictures in the Discord. I want one. Um, yeah. It's just a lot of money. But, I mean, I always think I would love 
to get some of these big Lego sets. I would love like, to. Um, the one that I, I really, really was awesome. interested in was a couple of Christmases ago. They did the Home Alone house. Yes, I'd love to do that. But I'm just like, I know I would love it. I'd have a great time building it. Everyone in the family would love yep. getting involved. It's just like, where do I put it when it's built? Exactly. Exactly that. Because <laughs> after a month, we're going to be like, oh, I need that space or something. Yeah. It's just a dust collector, isn't yeah. it? I'd have to, it'd have to go in here somewhere, but I'd, I'd still love to do it. Yeah, I, and I do. But this Lego is so expensive. It is crazy expensive, I, and and you never had all the uh, all the sort of all the franchise Lego, yeah. you know, all the rights. Of, you know, Lego was pretty basic when we were kids. I mean, yeah, you just got the, a like, box the pirate of Lego. Lego, maybe yeah. and knights, uh, but no, no, no franchise stuff. Like, no, 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 no. I remember getting just a box of Lego one Christmas, just yeah. random bits. But this this thing's like incredible. That is incredible in terms of detail. Next, show and, me images of it now. Yeah. We'll put some in the Discord. So if you got 430 quid to... I want that so bad. <laughs> ...to uh, throw, then, yeah, go for it. What other minifigs do you get? Uh, a couple of Iron Men, a couple of Captain Americas, all the base, all the, all the Avengers. Looks like some random soldiers. Uh, Low-key. Some Chitauri... Nice. A little ant man. A little ant man. Yeah, yeah, he's tiny. Oh, amazing! Look, in the top corner there. Oh, that's great. Uh, War machine, Hulk. There he is. There's Kevin Feige. Brilliant. Um, yeah. Anybody wants us to buy us wants to buy us a gift for doing this podcast for you twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> you know where we are. Next. That's only the second most exciting thing I've seen in the last 24 hours. Okay. Because in what appears to be a bit of a surprise, yep. like I don't think anyone was expecting this so quickly, yesterday dropped the teaser trailer for Ghostbusters. I had not seen this at all. I Frozen this Empire. We will watch it then after we We will. <laughs> I did not know that was Which, coming. Which uh, is a, te- yeah, this is a teaser trailer. It's still two minutes. It's some good footage. Okay. And... Uh, it arrives in spring 2024. That's right, really soon. It is really soon. Uh, back in New York, where where uh, they should be. Basically, uh, the city starts to freeze over, and it's ghosts. Ghosts, <laughs> and they're gonna need busting. Freezing ghosts that need uh, busting. It is a return of all the crew from Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, Bill Murray's in the trailer as well. Dan oh, is in the trailer. Um, Ernie Hudson's there. Excellent. Paul Rudd, because Paul Rudd's everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there are any movie trailers that don't have Paul Rudd in it. No, I don't think so. Right. No. Are we definitely watching that afterwards? Because I haven't. I've not even heard that. Yeah. I didn't even know that yesterday. was the title of it. To be fair. Uh, I think it was also a bit of a yeah, a bit of a surprise release of the title. I, d- I don't believe that was out there either. Go and check out the trailer. Oh, definitely. I, I looked. Uh, Ghost uh, Afterlife was was just. Oh, like a hug on the screen. Yeah, yeah. Afterlife is much better than it had any right to be. It's on Netflix now as well, so it you is. can you can go yeah. and watch it. Awesome! I'm looking forward to that. I'll... Weirdest story of the week. Okay. I don't know if this is embellished somewhat, but Brian Cox, yes, the actor, not the astrologist. No. Okay. Uh, is claiming so he's got a new reality TV show coming out. 
which lands on Amazon Prime next week, I think it is. Okay. Uh, which is uh, it's called 007 Road to a Million. Right. And it's a reality show where basically contestants have to perform a load of um, Bond-inspired challenges right. for a chance at winning over a million dollars. So I presume it's going to be things like jumping off dams, yeah. driving cars very fast, probably doing a bit of stealthy type stuff. Uh, Brian Cox signed on to be the host of this reality show. That surprises which, me because he doesn't feel like that's well, that sort of thing. he claims he thought he was signing on for the next James Bond movie. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, seriously. That isn't true. I had to, well, it can't be, can it? No. He's done an interview and he says, I thought I was signing on for the next James Bond film. So I said, they're finally getting me in one. For years, I, I've been saying I'd love to be a James Bond villain. Uh, I, I mean, thought, he'd be a great one. I thought this is my moment, uh, but it's not. <laughs> that isn't true. That's just that's no, just that's just press that's just press it's got to be. Absolutely. Because <laughs> you don't just sign up to a movie. So somebody says, "Is we've not seen a script?" Himself, or, yeah, is exactly. He's not reading on. it. His agent's going, "Here you go. It's Amazon Prime have you offered you like five million pounds, yeah, just to, to host this from sitting behind a desk, presumably. Like, it looks like it, like the head of MI five. Um, yeah." That, uh, it arrives on Amazon Prime uh, November the 10th, this week. Tomorrow, as we record. It sounds like a car crash. It sounds yeah. awful, but... Uh, it will be a globe-trotting game show, apparently. Wow. So, yeah, let us know if anyone checks it out. Final piece of news of the week. Uh, is a bit of an extension of something we've talked about before, because Disney CEO... Getting around all the CEOs today. We are today. today. Bob Iger yep. has said that it will Disney will not be chasing the books by licensing its core brands to other streaming services. This comes as... Did we expect them to be? Well, Iger has sort of said, basically, that Disney are in talks with Netflix to license titles to Netflix. Yeah, which we knew was happening. Yeah. Yeah. But we never expected it to be the big franchise. But he's basically said, just... just just to clarify, guys, uh, we won't be giving them any Pixar, Marvel, or Star Wars stuff. Yeah, fine. Obviously. Nobody expected you to, I don't think. <laughs> uh, he, he, he said, uh, we've, been, we've been looking at licensing content, content to Netflix, and we are continuing to do so. We are in discussion with them right now about opportunities, but I would not expect we will license our core brands to them. They are... Com- those are our competitive advantages and our differentiators. Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, for instance, they do very well on our platforms and I don't see why we would chase the money by uh, sharing those with other streamers. Okay. Yeah, did anybody think they were? <laughs> well, that's a very random thing to come out with. Yeah. Uh, he said, we're also looking at... Uh, the terms of these agreements so we might sell some we might uh, have an agreement in place for three months or six months we will always have movies and a complete set of our movies and we won't do it until the economic unless the economics are significant um yeah yeah fine 
So you can't get, can't get any of the big stuff, but I don't know. You can get some of the stuff we don't want. Cool Runnings might be up for grabs, yeah. which we t- talked about <laughs> the other week. Excellent. Any more news? That's all the news. Anything? Good? Have you watched anything good at the top I of the I haven't really watched much because I've been... A, uh, you don't want to hear about my problems. It's been quite <laughs> a long week. Lots of long days at work. I and, do want to hear about uh, your problems. Okay. Not on here, though. Okay, fine. <laughs> These people don't. So, I, I'm interested. Oh, that's, oh, well, that's really <laughs> you can talk to me about anything you know. Though. So the only the only things I've really watched, again, probably sparked for our conversation last week, is a random few episodes of Friends. Oh, okay. You really are in mourning in your household, <laughs> yeah, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. You've got your black tough, armband on it. Tough times. Yeah, that's been tough times. Uh, okay. How about you? Um, I haven't watched a lot either, to be honest. I did finish season seven of Big Mouth. Okay, yeah. What were your thoughts? Um, yeah, it's fine. It's okay. Big Mouth. <laughs> Big Mouth hasn't got any better or worse. For the last three or four seasons now. It's plateaued. It's plateaued. And it's, it is, you can tell it's ramping up to an ending. They've moved all moved up to high school now. And, yeah. And what have you, but it does need to end now. I think the joke's over. That's fair. Um, some of the episodes were good. Some were, some were not so great. Um, and I watched a film on Saturday night. Okay. Called No One Will Save You. Have you heard of this? I think I have. It's heard of it actually on disney plus yeah which is very rare for me to watch movies on disney plus because it's difficult to find anything yes um funnily enough i've seen it on Gogglebox yeah. on friday they watched it on that i don't know why they randomly watched it on Gogglebox. i, I don't know i just clarify i don't mean it's difficult to find something because nothing's on there yeah it's i mean literally to find it's, it's difficult, difficult to, to find. navigate around yeah. and find stuff i don't i never browse disney plus no but the Gogglebox told me this was on disney plus you've got to know what you're looking for yeah yeah um have you heard of it Yes, I think so. Do you know anything about it? No. So it's a it's basically a one woman story. Yeah. Um, she is a reclusive lady who runs her own business from her own home. She never goes out. She doesn't really like people. Okay. I related quite well to her. Um, and she lives in the middle of nowhere in this like woods. Okay. House in the woods in the middle of nowhere, and one day her house gets invaded by aliens. Oh, of course. <laughs> and. We're, when we say aliens, I mean the stereotypical grey, big, bulgy-eyed yeah. aliens. And it's her fight against them on her own for 90 minutes. There is one line of dialogue in the whole movie. Oh, is it good? It's completely... Nobody speaks at all. She says one thing. Yeah. About, I think it's an hour and 10 minutes in. And you know what? I didn't notice till about 45 minutes. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> it's really good. I really oh, enjoyed it. Oh, I, had a, I had a lot of fun with it. Um Remember that awful one that we saw similarly to that? Was yeah. it was it Dark Light? Yes. It's very similar to that actually. But good. But good. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's not perfect. Um there's still it's not like an excellent movie you need to go out and watch. Yeah. But if you've got a spare hour and a half on a Saturday night with excellent. a pizza and a magnum, you're gonna enjoy it. Yeah, there's only one line of dialogue. And she just whisp- whispers that to herself basically. Nice. It's and I didn't even notice. It was crazy to me that I was like Hold on, has she even said anything in this movie yet? Because I was that into it, and there was only her in it. It yeah. didn't even occur to me that there wasn't any dialogue. Sweet. But yeah, it's it's really good. Really enjoyed it. Ah, you've Check intrigued me. Yeah, I like that. Stand of that. Check it out. There's some good effects in it as well. So yeah, it's worth watching. Awesome. I don't think other than that I've watched anything else, though. That's fine. You I've been playing a game on my VR. Oh, yeah? I'll tell you What's about that. that. Yep. It's called Dungeons of Eternity. Okay. It's a dungeon crawler. So it's basically... You and uh, I think it's up to three friends, no, two, three people in total yeah. can go around these procedurally generated dungeons and hack and slash with skeletons and zombies okay. and collect loot, basically. 
and it's really fucking good. It's really good. It's one of the best VR games I've played in ages. The, Sweet. The physics work really well, and there's an axe. Do you get a sword. Kind of, you get a sword. You you get weapons as you go through. So yeah. you start with a sword and a axe yeah. and a bow and arrow on your back, and then you can get things like hammers, clubs, magical staffs, all this. But there's a hammer throwing mechanic where you literally just throw this hammer, but then you can call it back to you like four. Yeah, it's so fucking good. It's so satisfying every time. It, sometimes it'll fly back with a skeleton's head on it. Oh, wicked! Or with a rib cage. You you hit a rib cage in the right place and it'll just stay on. It's great. It's honestly, I don't know how many people listening have got VR or are even interested, but it's one of the best VR games I've played in ages. Awesome. That and they're all good. procedurally generated dungeons, so once you're out of it, yeah, you're never going back in that one again. Yeah. So you you could get a different one. You're getting to get a different one every time. Nice. It's well worth checking out. So I've played that quite a lot this week, to be fair. Um, That's about it. I haven't really done a lot else. I haven't watched anything else. I I feel like I have watched something else and (laughs) it isn't coming to It might come back to you. Yeah. Apologies. Right. How are we doing for time? Shall we we run through the top 10? Yeah, let's have a look. For ages. So top 10 films in the United Kingdom currently on Netflix. Number 10 is The Negotiator. That is Samuel L. Jackson and Kevin Spacey, I think, from the, I want to say, late 90s. Kevin Spacey's got a movie in the top yeah. 10. That makes me feel a bit icky. Oh, like that's that. a random movie to have cracked the top 10. <laughs> it is, yeah, very much so. Uh, number nine is The Grinch. This is the, is that the Benedict Cumberbatch yes, animated the, one? Yeah, the voice of the, the Grinch. Voice. That's, it's ninth week in the charts. Does that mean concurrently? Right. Or no, 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 yeah. I think, I think it usually does. It does, yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're closer to Christmas than any point in the last nine weeks. Yeah. So this better not drop out of the, the top <laughs> ten now. I expect this to be in the top ten till Christmas. Yes, me too. Or until it leaves Netflix, whichever happens Nine first. weeks ago was August. Who was watching it in <laughs> August? <laughs> I'm really there confused are, by this. There are people, aren't they, though, who like I Christmas is... I know somebody's had their Christmas decorations up for two weeks. Yeah. I driving over here I came past some Christmas. Did lights. you really? Yeah. Wow. So I I, I don't mind it as soon as Bonfire Night's done, I don't mind it so much. But it's get that out of the way first. Me, it's too early for me too. But I don't I'm not gonna abuse you for doing it. But if you're doing it in October I am. Yeah. As simple as that. Can't do it before the clocks go back. No, absolutely not. Wait. Can't do it before Halloween. Halloween <laughs> is like the cutoff, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, number eight is Monster High the movie. Okay. Never heard of it. It looks like a tween movie. Second week in the charts. Uh, number seven is Old Dads. Okay. This is the Bill Burr comedy, Comedy, isn't it? yeah. Not for me. Uh, number six is How to Catch a Serial Killer. True crime, I guess. I, I'm, yeah, I'm not familiar with that one. Not, not me. It's a movie, but probably a documentary. Uh, number five is Sly. Oh, I need to get to this. Yeah, you said you were going to watch this. Yeah, I've not... not not got there yet. No. Yeah, the uh, Sylvester Stallone documentary. It is indeed. Isn't it for like two hours? I don't know. I think it is. And number four is Talk To Me. It's hanging around. Second week in the charts. Okay. I'm still number four. I feel like it's a bit longer. It does feel longer, but... Probably because we talked to it about it. Numerous times. Yeah. I know quite a few people who have watched it now and have all have said it's really good. Talking of random movies in the charts, Miss Congeniality is at number three. Right, I've contributed to this. Oh, okay. My wife watched Miss Congeniality this week and <laughs> I was at least in the room for part of it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Somehow it's got it's to number three in the charts. Has yeah. it just appeared on Netflix? Or I don't know. I, I I presume it must have done. Yeah. that I usually always assume that when something random gets in the charts like that. 
Uh, number two is Pain Hustlers. Yeah, this is one of Netflix's bigger releases of yeah, the year. Yeah, this is the... Uh, well, we talked about this a few times before it came out. Yeah, Emily Blunt, Chris Evans. Yeah. Uh, I think Catherine O'Hara's in it as well. Yes, I think she is. I might watch that. Okay. We'll Good see. for you. I might do. And currently number one on Netflix top ten is Locked In. Yes. It's a movie about someone with locked in syndrome. Okay. Uh, that's all I know. <laughs> Do we know any of those three people? Uh, that is Famke Janssen in the middle. Who, who is it? was in X-Men films and hmm. she was a Bond girl, wasn't she? Yes. Cool. Right, TV? Sure. Currently top 10 in TV in the UK is number 10, The Fall of the House of Usher. Season okay. One. A month in the Four weeks top in 10? the charts, yep. And number nine is Conviction, Murder at the Station. Okay. Season one. Not familiar with that one. Normally. It's a BBC true crime drama apparently okay. uh, number eight is friends probably for obvious reasons <laughs> sure uh, you've contributed to that yes. also yeah uh, number seven is life on our planet season one yeah has that come out this week because the bbc's our planet season three is out as well and yes. netflix have strategically gone this is only two words different yes let's <laughs> let's do that let's just see if that picks uh, up some it's the week. second week on the charts so, so. Uh, number six is Get Gotti. Yeah. I think it's a true crime mafia documentary. Again, it's supposed to be quite good. Yes. From what I've heard. Lots of true crime in the charts. There's a week. lot. It's cheap. Uh, number five, Selling Sunsets. T- talking of cheap. <laughs> season seven. Wow. Season seven. Oh, yeah. Number four is Beckham, a limited series. Imaginatively titled, it's a documentary about David Beckham. And not Keanu Reeves' character from To The Bone <laughs> last week. Which would be much more interesting, I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, number three, All the Light We Cannot See. I wanted to get to that this week and I haven't yet. And I do want to. I do think I'm going to enjoy that. Yeah, I, mean, I think so. I'd like to I'd like to get around to that as well. Because I was going to watch it and I watched something else. And that's why I know <laughs> I've seen something else. But I don't know what it was. And number two is Bodies. Still hanging on in the top top ten. Uh, number two as well. I talked to my dad about this that this week. Okay. Because I don't know if I should say, say this. Uh <laughs> I can bleep it out if it's rude. He's joined him. My mum and my dad have joined a new gym. Okay. And he was telling me that he was in the gym earlier this week. Yeah. And someone from Bodies was in the gym with him. Oh, okay. I've heard. I've heard <laughs> this. Um, yeah, one of the cast members of Bodies lives quite locally to us. I yeah. Think, and uh, I've and heard people so seen him in the gym my, before. Yes, my my dad has now uh, might be. I told him to make friends. So. <laughs> yeah, cool. Anyway, uh, and he and he had watched, but this show he'd watched bodies, and he pretty much thought the same as me. Kind of was hanging on by the last couple of episodes. Yeah. You've got to go with it by the last couple. Yeah, of I think so. You've just, got to be really into just that really tied itself in a lot of knots. But the ending was I enjoyed it. Yeah, same. I'm surprised it's still at number two, and I'm yeah. surprised it's above all the light we cannot see. If I'm honest. And number one is another true crime documentary, Till Murder Do Us Part, Soaring versus Hasem. Okay. Don't know that. No. <laughs> but it's number it's one. Not, it's not the catchiest title. Till Murder Do Us Part. It's a terrible title. Yeah. <laughs> First week on the charts, gone straight to number one. I think Netflix would be disappointed that all the light we cannot see is not at number one in its first week. Yeah, I agree. Because they've, they've pushed that a lot. Mm. I think they'll be very disappointed. I wonder if it is in the States. Oh, let's see. Yeah, check, check out. I'll check the global top 10. It's number one in the global uh, top 10. Oh, interesting. Okay, interesting. 
Still the same top three, but in a different order. Nothing else. In Fall of the House of Usher is still in the top ten on there as well. Okay. We see viewing hours. We can see viewing hours in the global top ten. Yeah. Nothing there interesting to talk about. Though. Thirty. <laughs> well, so uh, thirty-seven and a half million hours viewed for all the light we cannot see. Thirty-three million for bodies. Yeah. Worldwide. So worldwide. So it's close. Uh, but and that's in. So it's yeah. The UK is obviously taken to bodies more than the rest of the world. Yeah. Bodies also twice as long. So. Oh yeah, fair dues. <laughs> Okay, interesting. That is interesting. Right, shall we do a real talk and then get our asses out of here? Sounds good to me. What was this week's real talk question, Nicholas? Uh, the question for this week's real talk was... Uh, it was suggested by Samuel Holland, actually, in it the was. Discord last week. So we, t- we took him up on his suggestion. Uh, what's a film or films that everybody loves but you just don't get? Yeah. Some controversial answers in this one this week, I think. Well, I've got a list. <laughs> I've got a Let few. Let me tell I you, I'm going to cash some checks okay. when we get to mine. Uh, but yeah, a really interesting uh, point of discussion, I think. Uh, Ross Cook says, Midnight Cowboy. Okay. Currently 7.8 on IMDb, multiple award wins, uh, imitated ad nauseum and consistently on lists of films to watch before you die. I found it a grotty, nasty film with zero redeeming features. The uh, the characters are so terrible that being with them for nearly two hours is torture. Wow. I don't think I've seen Midnight. Oh, I don't think I have either. I don't think I will be now. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not the greatest review. Uh, Wayne in the Discord says, Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, <laughs> Wayne doesn't like good things. <laughs> I think Napoleon Dynamite is my favourite ever comedy movie. I really like it. I, I, I can't yeah. think of anything better for me as a comedy movie. He says, it didn't resonate with me. I didn't find it funny. Didn't like the character. Don't see the appeal. Uh, I also get that, though. It is, I love it, but I get why people... Yeah. And I know, I've known Wayne for a long time, and I also get why he doesn't like it. Uh, he also says, I didn't like Internal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It was shite. It's not. It's great. <laughs> I've only seen it once. I remember. I think really, I've only I remember seen it once, really. I remember it. really liking it. Uh, Chris from the Time Shifters podcast says almost anything from J.J. Abrams. Big, big I, statement. I, I, I do not entirely disagree with him, well, especially when it comes to movies. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to movies, I might. Super Eight is great. Uh, he said the only thing I liked is uh, yeah, Super Eight. Uh, I, he says, I also thought Unforgiven was boring, uh, but okay. maybe I should rewatch it at an older age. That's the Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Uh, his sort of farewell to the Western. Yes, it was. His it? farewell for the, to the Western that he made over 30 years ago, <laughs> can I just point out? Yeah. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Clint Eastwood is so old. <laughs> uh, and an on, honorable mention from Chris to Leaving Las Vegas. Uh People say it's amazing. I think it's the most depressing film I've ever seen. I was angry that I wasted my time and money. Wow. I think I've only ever seen that once, and that was a long, long time ago. Uh, Smiley in the Discord says, It's chapter one. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. I don't... don't... Yeah, okay. I mean, people can like different... To be fair, It chapter two is nowhere near as good as It chapter one. (laughs) 
So if you don't like it, chapter one, don't watch it, chapter two. Uh, Chris coming in with a late honourable mention, Whiplash. Oh, that's controversial as well. To be fair, I think it was well acted, but I thought the story was terrible. uh, And it, yeah, it's as an Academy Award nominee, it sucked. (laughs) That is a controversial statement. Um, I loved Whiplash, I thought it was great. Nearly 10 years old, that film. Is it really? Jesus. 2015. God, we're getting so old. (laughs) Okay. Uh, shall, do you want to go? Yeah, I'll go, go if you want, because uh, okay. you seem to have a list that you're going to hit me with. <laughs> um, I, I, I've put on record before that I really don't didn't like Hereditary. Yeah. And people fucking think that reinvented the horror genre. Yeah. And I just didn't. I, li- I didn't like it so much that I didn't like. I didn't watch Midsummer okay. because of it. Huh. Um, but I think my answer is if Beale Street could talk. Right. Because I went to the cinema to watch that, and I've never been so laden with awards. That movie absolutely laden with awards, and people rave about how good it is. And I was—I have never been so bored in my life. I think it's one of the most dull movies I've ever seen. But I think that can happen with awardsy movies. Agreed. Yeah, I think you're right. But for some reason, that one just didn't hit with me at all. Sometimes I can watch an awardsy movie and get it. I won't like it, but I'll understand where the hype's coming from. I don't with if Bill Street could talk. I don't get why people like it. I just don't understand it, and I think, I think that's my answer. I think it's a good answer. Thanks. Um, I, I did have another one, but it's gone out of my head. Well, um, again, I should write more stuff down because I'm see, getting old. See if it pops back. Oh, back really? in. I, I've got a few. Go uh, on. I think one I've mentioned before, when similar things have come up in conversation, is the Lego Movie. Yes, you have mentioned that. I before. just because I thought. Everyone was raving about it, and I thought this should be up my street for so many reasons. Yeah, it really should. I like the other stuff that those the directors did. I like Twenty One Jump Street. It's you know I've already heard the song. It should be, and it just fell totally flat with me. And I was I was like, when's the good bit going to happen? <laughs> and I really liked the Lego. It movie. really surprised me. Yeah, I, I'm not sure which of this is my official pick because I've. Just, I, Maybe all of them. I okay. don't know. Or maybe they're all on. You don't need an official pick, I don't think. Uh, Forrest Gump. Wow, really? Yeah. Do you I, like Forrest Gump? I, I think it's okay. Wow. But I don't understand why it's... Highly regarded as one of the greatest movies of all time. It didn't resonate <laughs> with me. I thought Fair. it was boring. Uh, I Again, I've not seen that for a long time. I haven't either. I hear it so doesn't hold up very well. So. Now I am older, maybe I would feel different. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I, and now I'm just going to burn every bridges with a lot of people. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, what as a trilogy? I, as a I've never seen the third one. Never went back. No way. <laughs> really? I've seen the first two. Uh, You've never seen the third one. No. And my wife's only seen the third one. <laughs> she didn't understand it. <laughs> That's such a you family thing to do. <laughs> uh, and because I I've read the I've read the Lord of the Rings books yeah. when i was young i really loved them i thought they were great and i i just i don't know so you've never I've, gone to the film because you didn't like the first two well or i just never just, got around to it never got around to it i've never felt the need i was just like oh i'm just a bit over it and it, i just that's, i did not know that about you that's amazing and i watched the first hobbit yeah i've, I've only i seen really dislike that i've never watched any more either CGI i was just like i've got better things to be doing than watching this i'd agree with you on those i will agree movie. with you on those and um Wow, that's bl- I did not know that about you. One I've seen again recently. I've seen this a few times now. Yeah, my my kids are 
quite into it at the minute, and I actually I've liked it less and less every time I've seen it. Okay, is the greatest showman. That's interesting as well. So I think the songs are brilliant. Yeah, the choreography is brilliant. Yeah, but I think the story is pretty shit. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. And then I like the greatest showman because the songs and the choreography are great. <laughs> but you're right, the story. My last one, which is something I just don't get. I don't think they're all their crap talk to be. And I know people are going to hate me for this. Is <laughs> the Dark Knight trilogy. <sighs> I I think arguably they're Chris Nolan's three worst films. Wow. Batman Begins is the best one. <laughs> the Dark Knight is a pretty tame film with an amazing villain. Yep. And the third one's garbage. That's I really interesting. don't understand the fuss about Christopher Nolan. People can't come hard at Ben Affleck, and they're not good movies either. But because it's Christopher Nolan, everyone thinks the Dark Knight trilogy is amazing. I think they're full of problems, and I don't really get them. Oh, that's really interesting because I I also have my issue with that trilogy. I I really 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 dislike Batman Begins. I think it's really. I dull. think it's the most interesting. I think the, the, all the bits, all the training bits, and, uh, all, yeah, <laughs> all the training bits and the Liam Neeson bits, I really hated. But I think The Dark Knight is a masterpiece. I genuinely do. And The Dark Knight Rises is fine. But I genuinely think The Dark Knight is fucking brilliant. I, I, I but think... I, I saw The Dark Knight in IMAX when yeah, it first I, came I out. I and I think well. that maybe that big showcase of it was great. I don't think he's got a lot going for it apart from Heath Ledger. That's really interesting. And he's not in it as much as you think. No, he's not. That is true. People forget how little he is <laughs> in it. But... Talking of that, do you know what I said the other week? I'm going off sideways here, <laughs> but it's just reminded me. You know, I mentioned that I was reading um, Tom Felton's autobiography. Yes, yeah, yeah. I had a fact thrown at me the other day. How, in minutes, what is Tom Felton's screen time across all the Harry Potter movies? Oh, wow. Not as much as you'd think, Albert. Okay, yeah. I have no idea. Uh, have a, go on, have a, have a guess. So, eight, eight movies. They're all two to two and a half hours long, aren't they? It's probably 20 hours of movies there. 45 minutes? That's about what I guess. Yeah. It's less. Less than 45 minutes? Yeah. 31 minutes. 31 minutes? He's on that, screen for. That is insane. That is absolutely insane. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. I, I, I don't know if you've watched this show, and I haven't watched this show, but I also have a fact. There's, a, there's been a reality TV show on recently on Channel 4 called Alone. Right. And it's these people get stranded on a desert island. And... And they were completely alone. They've got no camera. They literally have to film themselves. Yeah. And they were on this. I think the winner was on the island for three weeks. Okay. And he won the show. And his total screen time in the series is fifteen minutes. No way. <laughs> and he won. <laughs> it's just like it's insane to me. After the, through the whole series, he was only on. Think the how many for hours of minutes. footage he had. Hundreds. Yeah. Hundreds, because he was filming himself all day, every day. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I heard an interview with him again he was on Joe Wilkinson's podcast and yeah his, his total screen time for the whole series is 15 minutes and he won wow <laughs> it's insane that, that show must like flick around all over the place yeah. yeah I thought that was really interesting having not seen the show I don't know but yeah, yeah crazy you, people are not on screen for as long as you think they no. are it's just really well made TV that's a really interesting real talk I enjoyed that one I feel like I have got another answer and it's going to come to me. As soon as I press stop on this record, it's going to come to me. I know it is. I, yeah, I just clarify. I'm not saying all of those are bad. I don't, no, think, I'm not. I don't think Lord of the Rings are 
bad movies. They can't be. You know, I just I, just I petered into... out before the end. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Absolutely fair. I do actively dis. I I do think there are massive problems with the Dark Knight trilogy, <laughs> though. I think it gets I agree. a massive I... pass. I agree. I think the first. I think one no, the Christopher first... Nolan isn't. I think it, generally he does get a pass of. Yeah. It's Chris Nolan. It's gonna. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't. Catch, I think that's happened he since that trilogy. Much, hasn't it? He doesn't catch I don't think much be, flack, does he? I don't think before that that was a thing though. I think it's come from that trilogy. But I, I genuinely I don't like Batman Begins. I think the second one's great, and I don't really. I, the third one's fine. That's my opinion on mm. them. So, but I have also issues with them, but not the same ones that you have, which mm. is interesting. Cool. Cool. Right. Let's get out of here. We've done a wave. What are we watching on the movie show this week? This week on the movie show, we are back for another wild card choice. Is it the final wild card choice of the season? It is final wild card of the season. The first time we've ever done two wild cards in a row. Yeah. And we are going to be talking about a comedy movie. We are. Sex Tuplets. Yeah. Comedy movie. Yeah. Yep. It's definitely a comedy movie. <laughs> That's what it claims to be. I'll give you that. Uh, starring Marlon Wayans. Indeed. Yeah. We're, this is going to be a fun episode. I think so. Because this is not a fun movie. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're, we're going to have a lot of fun making this, making this episode. So come back on Thursday to listen to that. Uh, yeah. Other than that, we'll be back here every... Every Monday, every Monday, Thursday. Every Thursday. Come for the foreseeable it. future. Yeah. Well, we're coming to the end of the season, so we might have a week off at some point. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> see how Christmas falls. Cool. Right. Let's go. Cheers. Bye.